this is an encounters episode with two girls one ghost two girls one ghost and we are your ghostesses that is corinne and i'm sabrina and our ghost may be here we don't know we never know but our ghost decides to talk when our ghost decides to talk and if you're part of our facebook group then you already know how many little evps and easter eggs people find in the recordings that we we don't hear until after which is terrifying and we try to avoid hearing sometimes we're even guilty of editing them out if we find them (laughs) ourselves yep because we don't want to make everyone else haunted i didn't realize how pitch black it is on my end i know you need to turn a light on i have a migraine i can't okay it's okay i'll just probably minimize it because it looks scary i'm freaking you out i just won't look at you but i'd rather you look and tell me if there's something behind me i rarely look at you anyway sorry (laughs) thanks i look at you all (laughs) i do better i'm a better listener when i'm just like listening you know Oh, see i need to look at your face and follow along okay so before we jump into all of our encounters that you guys have sent us we would like to say thank you to our patreon donors we could not do this podcast seriously without all of your support you guys help us in so so many ways so we want to say thank you this week to our devil's hour insomniacs so to begin thank you to antoinette for wine jessica brenna deborah sydney sleeping cat 1729 sarah alex katie briley christian midnight frost Dragon Lily, Nihongo, Erica, Alex, Shelby, Monica, inspired by a real podcast, Luann, Bethann, Brianna, Allison, Maria, Empowerment Ensemble, Yamali, Joanna, Matthew, Brian, The Creepover Podcast, and Dana. And also Melinda, Kylie, Anne, Sonali, Jess, Sloan, Aubrey, Gabrielle, Angela, Carmen, and her freckles, Amanda, Christina, Sarah, Bailey, The Ghostly Gals, Taryn, Richard, Dawn, Kesha, Jen, Jenny, Corinne, Rachel, Jenna, Mary, Sarah, Stacy, Ashley, Sarah, Lorraine, Noel, Christigail, Marie, Elizabeth, Madeline, Chris, Amy, Shelby, Nikki, Draco, Carmen, Jordan, Stevie, Tony, Victoria, Lillian, Victor, Dana, Dweeb, Eve, Bree, April, Ashley, Shannon, Juliet, Laura, Rebecca, Barbara, Sarah, Kaylee, Jen, Aaron, and Jennifer. And Olivia, Amy, Erica, Brandon, and Emily, Marie, Eve, Nicolette, Amanda, Andrea, Tanya, Doxon, Gracie, Donna, Nadia, Angel Kitty, Inaki, Liana, Jennifer, Corey and Lane, Nikki, Sam, Betsy, Alex, Autumn, Frankie, Amy, Alwyn, Nancy, Alex, Dana, Janine, Robin, Laura, Sean, Harry, Andy, Hannah, Azana Profana, Carrie, Sharon, Jess, Lorenny, Nanette, Cassifras, Carmen, Lena, Lizzie, Crimson, Jane, C, Sydney, Nikita, Melissa, Sarah, Jordan, Heather, Sydney, Katrina, Chris, Valeria, Simon, Devin, Chelsea, Holly, Drianna, The Strange Case of Jewelry, Dolores, Sarah, Laura, Isaac, and Joanna. Thank you. You guys just make me so happy. Thank you. We appreciate you. You rad. You are so rad. Thank you. I have a listener story. Okay. Take me through it. This is from Elexis. Hey girls, my name is Elexis. Everyone has a hard time pronouncing it. It's phonetic, so long E Lex as I did it right. 
<laughs> I love your stories. You guys are super funny and make long, quiet days at work a lot more fun. I really only have two good stories because I'm not very sensitive to the paranormal, and I'll start with the most important one in my life. Warning, this story does include depression and mentions suicide. The summer before my freshman year in high school, I was helping clean out a shed at my stepdad's house, my stepdude's house, which I lived at with my mom and brother at the time. While cleaning out the shed, I found an, found an old guitar. Turns out it was my stepdude's grandfather's. Music was a very important part of my life, and I was super excited when my stepdude, we'll call him John, told me I could keep it. That night, after everyone had gone to bed, I had tried to play it. While I was playing, very much out of tune because this guitar, this guitar was ancient and had been sitting in a shed for 20 plus years, I saw a large, dark figure in the dining room. When I saw the figure, I knew it was John's grandpa. For reference, John's house was originally his grandfather's. This house had two additions since his passing, and it was sort of L-shaped, with the original being the corner slash middle. Over the next couple of months, whenever I could bring out the guitar, usually to try and clean it, I would get this feeling like someone was watching over me. I even saw the figure again when I was home alone. The next part I've never told anyone before. Flash forward to junior year, something very traumatic had happened to me, I'll spare you guys the details, and I was in a very dark place. I was struggling with depression and anxiety and felt like I was broken. One night, I was contemplating suicide. When I went to do it, my iPod started playing a song from across the room. It was playing Invisible Disciple. I burst into tears. That song had helped me through so much and reminded me that I am not alone and that I have people that love and care about me. Oh my gosh. I had no idea how it started playing, and I would like to believe that it was John's grandpa saving me. That song saved my life, and I truly believe it was him looking out for me. Since then, I have moved out on my own and had the guitar restored. I play it almost every day. I haven't seen him, so I believe he's still in John's house. And whenever I go and visit, I get the feeling he's around and still watching out for me. Thanks for taking the time to read this, Elexes. That's so beautiful. It, it, it really is. I have that sort of intervention and to not know where it came from. Like, she can speculate that it's from his grandpa, but it's like, maybe she's got a whole host of people looking after her. I know. I really, I love, I love that John's grandpa is watching over Alex, Alexis. I just think it's, I mean, the coincidence of finding the guitar and then the, right, right, right. the shadow looking over and then, yeah, I just... I think it's very sweet and I think it says a lot about guardian angels and coming at the at the time that you need them. I know. Thank goodness for that intervention. Yeah, I agree. And music, it, it's just like even to like music holds so much power and so much meaning. Mm -hmm. And if the right song is played at the right time, it's just it makes all of the difference. Totally. I agree. Music is powerful. Okay. This is called Possible Shadow People, and it's from Devin. Hey, ladies, I'm such a fan of your podcast, but I'm only at this point 24 episodes in. I work night shifts at a hospital in Cincinnati, so it's an awesome way to pass the time while I'm in my office working on the computer. I'm trying to send all of my experiences all at once, but I have so many and I keep remembering them at random points. <laughs> so I have lived in the same county in northern Kentucky my whole life. My first 16 years of life, I lived with my mom and my stepdad and visited my dad and stepmom on the weekends. My mom, stepdad, brother, and sister lived in my great-grandparents' house that we bought from them right before my great-grandma passed. 
The basement is one of the scariest looking basements, but I've never been scared to be down there. I only say that because the house is now 60 plus years old, so it seems a little bit creepy, but my story does not take place there. It takes place in the room that my sister and I shared. When we were younger, much younger than I was at the time of our of the experience, like 14 or 15, my parents, mostly my stepdad, would come into my room late at night to fix our blankets for us and kiss us goodnight. So my sister and I had bunk beds and I slept on the top one. I don't know if it was the feeling of being stared at, but I was woken up to a figure that was the exact shape of my mom. There are slats in the top bunk so I could look between the slats while my head is on the pillow so I didn't have to move to see anything. I noticed that she was standing there, not moving, but I didn't think anything of it and I just went back to bed, which is when I woke up again suddenly, like the first time, only this time it was a much taller figure and it was the exact size of my stepdad. I stared at it for a minute like I did the other, but I didn't move. And that's when I started to freak out a little more. Mm. So I made it seem like I was sleeping and I rolled over to look towards the wall and I didn't hear them enter or leave because we always had our door shut at night. And for you to get into my room, you have to push it open because I guess the way the house was setting, the door didn't fit properly in the doorway. The thing that worried me the most was the fact that when I looked at the figures and think about them even today, they didn't look like actual people. They almost look two-dimensional, if that even makes sense. And the biggest kicker is that while my stepdad was home that night, my mom works the night shift, so she wasn't even there. And I didn't think about it till later that day when I asked them both if they came into our room to say goodnight. My dad looked at me funny, saying, no, I was asleep before you, remember? Which, in fact, he was, and there was no waking him at night. And my mom just kind of stared at me and then said, Devin, I was working last night. You told me bye before I left, and I haven't brought it up with them since. (laughs) But I just figured I'd give you another spooky story to read. I have a lot more. One involves a Ouija board, so be prepared for that one. Thanks for reading. I love the podcast. See you on the other side. Devin. Um, It kind of reminds me of Grace, like alien Grace. Oh, (gasps) Because, like, the two-dimensional thing. But also having, like, the silhouette of an actual person of, like, a mom and dad does kind of remind me of a shadow person. Right. Yeah, that's true. I guess we don't know what it is because she doesn't – Devin doesn't know what it is. So. I am shocked that Devin just rolled over to the wall and, like, stopped. Just, I know. Like, and was just like, oh, ignore. I'll listen for them to leave. Meanwhile, they're just staring through the slats at her. I would Hell be no. terrified. I'd be screaming, like, my head off. Yeah, you would – no, you would grab your knife – or your pepper spray, whatever you have near you, and you would utilize them. If it's a ghost, though, there's nothing you can do. In the past, I've just kind of had stare downs. Like, Uh, I'll just keep staring at you so long as you're staring at me, and then eventually one of us is going to have to go away. See, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could. I would be too scared. Really spooky. That's so spooky. Ah! You know what else is scary? What? Universal Orlando Resort Halloween Horror Nights. Oh my god, you guys, we are so freaking excited. Horror Nights is coming back and it's just, we can't even wait. We're beside ourselves. For more information, visit HalloweenHorrorNights.com. You know your girls will be there. Your ghouls. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, we will. Okay, I have another story because that's what we do here. This is from Maria and it's called 3 a.m. and Bob. Hi, Sabrina and Corinne. My name is Maria, and I am from Queens, New York. I wanted to share one of my stories with you. Hey, Maria, are you coming to our live show? Hope to see you there. 
When I was around nine years old, my mom was traveling and left me and my sister left me at my sister-in-law's house at the time, my brother's fiance. So let's call her Tina. I had to stay with her for a week and around the third or fourth night, I woke up around 3 a.m. for no reason. I was sharing a twin bed, so I was sleeping at the foot of the bed and I had this horrible feeling that something was behind me. And at this point, I was wide awake and couldn't go back to sleep until I made sure nothing was there. I slowly look back and see a tall figure in a black hooded robe holding onto a stick or cane. Let's call him Bob. I started crying and shaking Tina to wake up. She woke up, turned on the light, and sees that I am hysterically crying and shaking. My heart was pounding so hard, I thought I was going to explode. I was trying to tell her what I saw, but she was just trying to calm me down and started praying for me. I started to cry harder because for some reason I thought she was praying because I was going to die. I obviously did not go back to sleep and had to go into school the next morning. I was exhausted. My eyes were swollen from crying and being so tired. I waited for Tina to come to bed that night because I was not going to be in that room by myself. I finally fell asleep and I woke up again at, yep, it was 3 a.m. I looked back and Bob was not there, only his black robe hanging on his cane. When I turned to ask Tina if she saw anything, I looked back and it was no longer there. I didn't know what to make of this at the time and no one believed me and kept telling me it was a nightmare. Time passed, and I was now in my early 20s. I went to go see The Exorcism of Emily Rose at the movie theater with this guy I was dating. So, there's this part in the movie where everyone is waking up at 3 a.m., and I freaking remembered what happened to me when I was younger. I swear it felt like time was in slow motion, and I had chills running up and down my body, and the creepy movie sound effects were not making the situation better. Oh, God, oh, God. In the movie, the priest looks up, and there's this thing that looks like bob looking back at him i left the movie theater and the guy that i was with was really nice about the whole thing i told him what happened but i didn't even care if he believed me or not recently at my current job i decided to tell my friend about bob she's around 60 ish years old and she was born and raised in peru after i told her the story she didn't say anything she just walked away and i was like crap she probably thinks i'm crazy maybe i said something wrong maybe 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 And then she starts acting weird. She would come to my desk, not say anything, and then walk away. She did this a few times. She finally comes back and tells me I have a strong heart and starts to tell me that she had a sister when she lived in Peru. When she was younger, if they had to use the bathroom, they had to go outside. And if it was nighttime, they had to wake up their mother to go outside. One night, her sister woke up and goes to the bathroom without waking up their mother. Let's just guess it was around 3 a.m. Everything was pitch black, but she sees a lady in in a white dress glowing from afar. The closer the lady got, she realized the lady was floating. The lady floated Mm. right up to her, and she got so scared she screamed, and her mother woke up and went to her. She told her mother what had just happened, and after that night, her sister got sick and couldn't get out of bed. The doctor came to the house and told the mother that her daughter's heart was very weak. A few days later, she passed away. Thank Thank you for taking your time to read this. I love, love, love your podcast, Maria. Oh my god. Okay. I mean... It's so scary. I feel like we have no answers. We have less answers than what we started with. And it's it's so creepy to think about a hooded figure with a cane. Just It, it almost seems like death coming and visiting. Totally. It oh. actually reminds me of the haunting of the Hill House. You know, the guy that has the cane. The floating one. like oversized and he floats. Yeah. I also just, I mean, clearly her, her co-worker had a strong reaction but it almost makes me wonder if her co-worker knows more about her experience with bob mm-hmm. than she was letting on because just to tell that one story which is tragic and horrible but there's like 
not a ton of connection. I mean, aside from like the strength of their hearts, like, right. Are you, I don't even know. Like, are you like, is it a test of, of how someone will react into seeing a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> Me neither. I don't really know what to say. Cause I'm just so confused by it all. I don't it's know. It's scary though. Do you have something less scary? Um, oh wait. Okay. Yes. This is less scary. Oh, good. This is from Tess. Hi, ladies. I just discovered your podcast on Spotify the other day and have since binged a lot of sodes since. Sodes. Sodes. I started with the glitch and something in that episode. I think it was the listener's story about the girl that was locked in her apartment with her mom. And then they were let out at the exact time the Bible study that they were supposed to go to was over. Made me think about my own life-saving spirit slash angel experience. Anyway, here it goes. So, my boyfriend and I were driving home one night on a city road that is directly across from a huge, several-block-long park. We were just chatting away when the moon and its reflection in the lake caught my eye, and next thing I know, I pulled my car off the road to look at it. It was an unusual action for several reasons. I would normally just continue to drive and catch glimpses of the moon. Sketchy, I know, but probably safer than texting and driving. (laughs) Smiley face. And it happened so fast. I didn't have time to think, oh, I should pull over and check that out. It was almost as if someone or something else pulled my car over. So we stare at the moon for a few minutes and continue on our way. About two blocks from where we were stopped to moon gaze, we came upon an accident that had literally just happened in the last three minutes. Oh, my God. One car had backed out of their driveway and had been hit by a car driving down the road. If we hadn't stopped to look at the moon, we would have been that car to hit the car pulling out. And it gives me chills to think about it still. Whoa. Flash forward to just a few weeks ago, I was driving home from visiting my parents who live in the mountains about two hours from where I live in Denver. I got a late night start and it was dark when I left their house. As I come around the corner, the moon, who else, (laughs) is magnificent, a magnificent crescent perched above the tree line with Mars nestled close. It was, again, absolutely stunning. And before I could register my actions, I was pulled off to the side of the road to look at it again. And it was the same sort of uncontrollable compulsion from the previous incident. The moon and I had our moment, (laughs) and then I continued on my way. A little ways into the drive, I come upon another accident on the highway that had, again, just happened a few minutes before. I get chills thinking about both incidences and feel an overwhelming gratitude for my unseen moon guardian angel or spirit guides or whoever must be watching over me. Thanks for making such an interesting podcast. I enjoy listening to other spooky stories. See you on the other side. Tess. I am so envious of two things. One, the fact that she has a moon guardian and two, that her moon guardian prevents her from getting into car accidents. What a freaking great moon guardian. And not only that, the moon guardian's like, here's the most magnificent, beautiful view of a crescent moon. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. And stay safe. Like literally gives her an amazing view as as she's being protected. I love that. Tess, that is amazing. That's a good a good guardian to have yeah it is if you have guardians or if you've been saved by the moon or if you've seen shadow creatures or anything alike please email us your experiences at two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com we love to hear all of the stories they make us so happy even if they make us so scared so scared 
And you can also support us in a variety of ways. You can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, join our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is great. It helps us stay in the know. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the first place that we f- we figure out or hear about really scary, spooky things happening. Um, so that's a great one to join. You can also rate and review us on iTunes. And you can just tell everyone about our podcast. Word of mouth is huge. And if you guys want more information on Halloween Horror Nights, go to HalloweenHorrorNights.com. Sabrina and I are counting down the days until we get to go. I'm so excited. Yay. And we will see you on the other side. Very spooky.